With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Chemist Warehouse September catalog sale is on now. Find a massive 30% off the Nature's Way range. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Inside the 20, here's Drinkwater. Drinkwater with the speed. What an individual try that is. A super bit of footy. Well, if this is out, this is one of the best catches you'll see this year. Unbelievable. There's no doubt about that. That's pure agility. He was almost off the other side of the pitch. Nobody in world cricket is getting to that other than Mitchell Satner. Absolutely sensational. Oh, Nene with a bulldozing shot. What about that one? There's his shoulder now. Wow. It'll feather. And the finger goes up. That's five for Saudi. Fantastic stuff for him. And it's very nearly all over for the UAE. Backing up a big victory. Uh, over North Queensland from earlier in the year with another dominant scoreline, 32-12, and they find themselves in fourth position. Gone straight up in the air, who's going to get under it? And in the end, how appropriate that Tim Southey takes the catch to see his side to victory. A wicket on his comeback for Kyle Jamieson and victory for New Zealand. They've won by 19 runs. Yes, welcome back. Friday, we made it, team. We're here. We're heading into the weekend. The Warriors are playing tonight, so that's exciting. And Robbie has added his wee touch to the show. Never heard that song, Robbie. What is it? Uh, Australian band Safia with Bye Bye. Yeah, that's a great bye name bye for that, that song, song, please. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great name. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh, I love we're it. We're playing pump great it or team. dump it early on Friday. <laughs> oh, Do you remember Robbie, that? It's good to have you on. <laughs> pump it or dump it. We'll dump that one, won't we, Rick Dog? Yeah, mate. Mind you, I've done most <laughs> of the stuff I hear coming through there. So to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Great to have you on, Robbie. We've got you for the next six days. Kez is away. He's uh, going to follow his dad. His dad's doing an ultra marathon down south uh, next year. So he uh, next week. So he's on uh, on on sun duties. But uh, we've got Robbie in the house. But boys, how are you doing? We've made it Friday. 
Yesterday was a good old day down in Christchurch. It's been a big week. We've had some great guests on. You lads have been carrying the carrying the fort and uh, putting putting the show on your back. And we've got Ivan Cleary today. You spoke to him last night, uh, late last night, in fact. And uh, we'll play that for you today after seven o'clock. We're Officer Tonu'u, because there is more more coming out of this Owen Farrell situation. I cannot see him um, being a part of this World Cup potentially till the end, uh, if anything is to go by. World Rugby has appealed uh, that decision, and more will come from this. And George Moala's um, banning is, has just put a real dampener on this case, and you can't see World Rugby and the media backlash that has come from this uh, to, um, changing what has happened with uh, Owen Farrell. So we'll talk to Alfisa about that. We've got Kevin Campion after eight. So a big show ahead, lads. But yes, Owen Farrell. I, I just cannot get it out of my head. It has just created a storm. It has. It has. And do they do they backtrack? That's the that's the question. Like, you know, I know there's a lot of um there's a lot of information out there and a lot of people, you know, mm. giving their opinions out there in that social space saying, you know, it needs to needs to get Moala back out into the football pitch because of the Owen Farrell situation. But I think what happens, you've got to be really careful. If you open up a can of worms, one ain't gonna just one ain't gonna jump out. It it it'll start it will be like dropping a pebble in a in a pool, mate, and the ripple effect can go back oh, a long time. You know I've already opened a can of worms, Kempi. Like this is leading into the World Cup, the the head hot the height tackle Tackle height is already question marks about that now, and that's what they were trying to eradicate before the World Cup, and they brought the bunker in, and then they've just pretty much slapped it in the face, and now they're just trying to save it. So I can see uh, a bit of a U-turn here. I can see World Rugby. They've heard the people's frustrations and venting, and they've gone back and appealed it. Uh, how this appeal is going to work, unsure. I'm expecting probably Owen Farrell to get a... And uh, suspension, and maybe George Myler's to get a less suspension out of this. Ten weeks, that's a hell of a long time for someone that hasn't done anything. Yes, it was dangerous. He shouldn't have lifted him and, and just dropped him from horizontal. But, um, yeah, I can see more coming from this for sure. That was the thing on the Moala thing. Uh, you know, I get why he was red-carded. I, I, looking mm. back on it, I to be honest, because the guy landed on his kind of back shoulder, I'm like... It's really just a yellow, isn't it? I get it. it's the, it's mm. it's it's not the outcome. It's the the danger that he put him in. But I have no yep. idea how the hell that is ten weeks. I don't even think it's a suspension. Nah, it's not ten weeks. That that is just straight ludicrous. And the the, the situation with this, they went on, they went on Jamie George for Owen Farrell. His mitigating factors was Jamie George went and and made him. It, it didn't even move him at all. Didn't even change. The direction slightly, he just touched him on the shoulder and came. It kind of gave him a little push, but Owen Farrell was planted and he was ready. He knew exactly what he was doing and he teed off. And mate, he he deserves what's coming. I reckon. I reckon he deserves it uh, fully. And um, we're going to see it all unfold later on in the is, next couple of weeks. Isn't this, this is the start? Isn't this a, a like a you know a shot across the bow of most organisations where you've got. You know these decisions being made by the people that are making the rules, and then backtracking, like having another. It's like one of those reviews. Well, let's go and have another review. You know, let's yeah. review it. Let's let's review always the review. review what the like. You know, you're talking audits. Like sack mm. the guys that that made the decision. I tell you, the guy that I reckon is probably the filthiest out of everybody at the moment is the Scottish prop Xander Ferguson. 
So he got suspended for three weeks for something that was a shoulder to the head, but he was running into a uh, into a mall, and it, he didn't do it with any anything like the force or anything as cleanly as Farrell did. Farrell gets off, he's got three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, there's something fishy. Honestly, there is something fishy up in the UK, and Officer Tanu is going to help us uh, break it all down. He's on the Judicial Committee, so we'll talk about that more, lads. But we've got a prize pack to give away from two dudes, Kiwi-made natural men's products that make you look good, feel good, and do good. So who am I for today? Clue number one. Here you go, double eight, double three. if you know the answer. I won the BBC's Coach of the Year Award in 2006. I won the BBC's Coach of the Year Award in 2006. If you know the answer, text us through on double eight double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. And well, I already know who it is, and I know many of you will know as well. So if you do, double eight double three. All right, Rick Dog, let's rip straight into it. Right, fight it is. Triple threat. We go through the big three big questions of the day. Sydney Morning Herald reporting that the NRL have put $7 million into this Tri-Nation series between Papua New Guinea, the Cook Islands and Fiji and Port Moresby. And according to Adrian Prezenko in the Sydney Morning Herald, this means that a PNG franchise is the front runner for the 18th franchise in the NRL. Will it work, Kempi? Well... It's been it's been talked about for a long time. You know, one of the one of the games that at the end of the season when the finals is happening and teams are being knocked out, they pick an Australian thirteen and they take it over and play this game every year in Papua New Guinea. It's a way of I guess keeping the the Papua New Guineans happy uh, and the game, which is a national sport over there, alive. Can it can it work in Papua New Guinea? The answer simply to that's no. They don't have the infrastructure. Um, yeah. So the money, if they are going to be putting it into a franchise, it'll probably be a, French, a franchise based out of Brisbane if it, if it does have the Papua New Guinean um, government support. But it would also need the Australian government support as well to make it work. So do you think, is well, he, this Albert is going to be... Yeah, well, it's going to be like a Moana Pacifica sort of situation. They might play one game a year <sighs> there and the rest is like, as Kempi said, will be based in Queensland somewhere. Ah... Uh... Well, when I was reading the article, it touched on the government is pledging about $25 million with the help of big companies over in, in the PNG region. When you think $25 million, that's a lot of money to help it get off the ground. So they're getting government support. And I, 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 look, I know it's, it's tough, it's a struggle because you think of the competitive nature of it, but you can look at the NRL, Kempi, you've touched on it plenty with the inclusion of the Pacific Islands. Over half of the players come from the PIL Islands. And, you know, like whether it's PNG, whether it's Fiji, whether it's Samoa, there's always going to be struggles with the smaller nations and, and the infrastructure that will be needed to get these teams afloat. But I, I like it. The selfish me wants another one here in New Zealand. But I actually think the outside of that, you look to the islands where we're trying to grow these islands and, and, the, and the people of, of the, the islands to give them something back. And um, if they're going to get the support, like Albanese has spoken about, $25 million as a starting point. Continue that, continue on that support. PNG, like uh, they've only been, um, you know, their own country. They've only got the country back for over what 40, 50 years ago. So they're still quite relatively new. Um, this is a starting point. So I like it. I like it. I think it'll be good. Um, you're not going to see a massive change straight up. But PNG, 
Kempe, you know this. They, they play some nice league. They got some oh, nice players that are, that are running around in the NRL. Yeah, yeah. Won a couple of they've won test matches up there too. You know, like they mm. they play um, good football. They have got plenty of good players in the comp, but it's more around whether or not the infrastructure is there for them to to uh, have a sustainable franchise over a long period of time. Just quickly, if you're um, heading up the franchise, PNG get it. Who's the first? Who's your marquee player? Because it's going to have to be somebody with PNG links. Is it like oh, a Justin probably, Ollum or someone like that? Nah, it'll probably be Adrian Lamb's son. Oh, yeah. Who just won the won the final with uh, Lee over there in the Challenge Cup? Who's uh, hitting hitting Lee as the Lachlan. halfback? So, so Lachlan? Lachlan Lamb. Isn't yeah, look, yeah. so Lachlan Lamb came out of Sydney City, um, followed his dad to to Wigan, ended up at Lee with him, uh, and yeah, like I said, he got a Challenge Cup medal and he's young enough. You need a marquee halfback. He'd be the first person to be signed. Round two. People in England are giving up some god time for the uh, for the Football World Cup this weekend. That's right. Uh, apparently, church services are going to wind up early so that people can watch the Football World Cup, the Women's Football World Cup final between Australia and Spain. So that got me thinking, Izzy, what would mm. you give up for an All Black World Cup final? <laughs> what would I give up for an All Blacks uh, World Cup final? Oh, I'd give up a game of golf. Okay, okay, he's going. That's my religion. Uh, that is my religion. Anybody that knows I, you I, knows I, that's big. <laughs> that is big for me. Um, I'd give up. Yeah, game of golf. Oh, look, uh, can, I was reading that and I was thinking, ah, awesome. Um, and I was understanding like the, the enormity of this situation. They haven't won a World Cup since 1966 in the men's mm. side. This is probably as equal as that, Ricardo. It's, yeah. it's quite big news for the footballing world. So... Uh, for the for the you know they're going to carry on church and then play it afterwards. I think it's great, but yeah, for me, I'd just be game of golf. I'll give up probably everything, bar my wife. <laughs> okay, good, good, all right. Okay. He's putting good it save. all on the line. What that is a one. really good save. <laughs> you just thought about that, haven't you? Uh, what about you, Kippy? Uh yeah. Look, well. Not a hell of a lot I'd give up, but I'll tell you one thing I would give up is having to sit with young Sammy Rebels Hewitt doing a commentary if the World Cup was on at the same time. So uh, that would be really, really tough to do. But It's you know. been a week, Kempe, and you haven't had a stab, and then it's just Friday morning, bang! I can't oh, wait. Sammy I, can't, I can't wait to get my hands on him tonight. Is it? Is it? The fact that you would actually have to watch what you say because you're on on microphone, so you don't want to be commentating it, or is it the fact you're going to have to sit next to Sam? Well, the latter. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I did see. I did see him post an interesting picture yesterday. Um, I didn't know he was a fan. Yeah. I didn't know he was an absolute fan. Collect, collecting cards yeah, of me. Kempy. Unbelievable. Yeah, handsome bugger. Aren't oh, you? mate. What about those quads on you? Quadzilla. I tell you. I tell you what. Who that, are you fending? That was that was, was Andrew, that a ghost? That was Andrew Leeds, mate. You're uh, one of your. Andrew, you got to fend Andrew's. the person. Mate, I've been the first. I've gone past them, mate. <laughs> it was fending over this bum. I was reaching out for the try line. <laughs> <laughs> well, no ball in hand. Yeah. What are you reaching out for that ball? Cut it out. Cut it out. Go, some ghost chips. Uh, all right. Um, let's go. Round three. Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. <laughs> He's the best. Listen to this. I can't believe the level of negativity here, boys. Now, I know what's wrong with Australian rugby. Like... And part of you blokes are the problem, because you're so bloody negative about everything. So negative about everything. Okay, so we're going off the World Cup, you think we can't win. You think... You're a negative fella. So I'm, I apologise for that. So we'll go out there and do our best, boys. So if you haven't got any positive to say, don't ask, please. But I know you blokes think we can't do any good, so 
So don't ask any questions, boys. What have you seen the difference? Oh, nothing, mate. We're terrible. You know we're terrible. Just tell us we're terrible. <laughs> and we'll prove you wrong. Terrible, mate. Terrible. Like, like everything else. Terrible. <laughs> Thanks for the worst press conference I've ever had in world rugby. Worst press conference. Well done, boys. That is the worst I've ever seen. Get it, boys. Give yourselves an uppercut, boys. Give yourselves an uppercut, boys. So my question on Eddie Jones, he's trying to go for some siege mentality. I get that. Are you convinced by it, or is he losing it, Kempi? Uh, look, I, when I saw that yesterday, I, I, I had a laugh, and I thought, good on you. Good on you for calling him out, because you got the Matildas playing um, so well in the FIFA Cup and, and, and the whole country getting behind them. Mate, they're headed to a World Cup, and you think the people that would back him are their own. So I, I understand where he's, where he's coming from, saying what he's saying, if you, if you take all of his context out of it, he's saying, boys, we're Australians, we're going to a World Cup. What you should be saying is good luck. And he's just absolutely come out with both guns blazing and shot. I, I think Lux the big words there, Kempi. Yeah, oh, they need they need a they need a hell of a lot, lot of luck and and probably aren't going to get anywhere near the final. But it's a World Cup, you never know. But I do I do appreciate what he's saying. Um, I just don't think he should be like like as he just you know the way that he said that was put spinning a negative on a negative. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to back a carriage with, you know, jump on the carriage with three wheels, Kimpy. The wheels are falling off. They are falling off. Brad Davis has quit twenty four hours before departure for personal reasons. Personal? No, nah, don't give me that. They personal reasons. Eddie's just firing spit. Mate, that, that's Eddie in the environment. What you saw there's Eddie in the environment. He's just uh, ripping into people. Look, I've done my own investigative journey. Journalism, good, and um, and I've had a wee scope around the the globe, and apparently he was treated like rubbish. Really, that environment. So they said personal matters, mate. The timing of this thing just spits in the face of that comment. Personal matters. No way, this is personal matters. He just didn't want to be a bar, have a bar of Eddie Jones in the team, and Eddie Jones saying that. Look, he's that. Well, how can people go and be confident and positive when it's just all falling apart around them? It's like, what do you want to do? Go and say, hey, Eddie, you look hat. Look, I like your hat, Eddie. Looks good. <laughs> Great hat. Great hat. Great hat. Uh, you'd say, oh, you think, so you're saying, what, what you're saying, then, Izzy, is that Eddie's biting himself in the foot here, is he? <laughs> He's shot himself in the foot there, Ricardo. <laughs> Don't make me bring up your rank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, mate, look, it's... it's Look, I, I appreciate Eddie, and, and he's got his teams back. And that's what you want. You want a coach that will go out to battle for his team. He does it. But, um, man, that was just a negative, negative conference before they shoot off. I must say, best-dressed team heading to a World Cup. They look sharp. Jumping on a jumping it's on a, a, a an aeroplane at the airport doing a, a press conference with the Akura hats on, and um, comes out with that. Yeah, you know, look, it is. I just think two negatives don't make a positive, do they? Um, they've got Does plenty, that of, plenty support? of eyes on Kimpy, them. If you're a if you're Australian and you're sitting at home and you you kind of knowing that the Wallabies are going to the World Cup and you're like, oh, you know, I want to jump on and support them. I'll always be Australian. And you listen to that press conference and the way that Eddie reacted and. The, 
in that, what would you do? Like, would you be a bit like, why should I support this fellow? Or you're like, yeah, he's the man. Like, he's telling no, where they should. No, not him. at all. Not at all. I think I think he missed the opportunity. You know, he should have gone in with a like. You know, if I was giving him advice as a media manager, I would have said, mate, build your build your conversation on the back of the Matildas and really thank the Australian um, uh, nation. What was it, 11.2 million viewers watching the, the semi final? And really thank Australia for getting behind him and, and, and pushing on the, the fact that they were um, the, the 12th person. For the Matildas, you know, so we need we need a, a 16th person. That's that's our crowd. And I've forgotten about what they asked about training and dropping Quay Cooper. I would have just stayed on that narrative. It's a funny thing because as a sports fan, right? Like rugby is not my number one sport. Like I watch rugby, I follow rugby, mm. but it's not my number one sport. If I'm Australian, off the back of the feel good factor of the Matildas having the World Cup in your own backyard, you hear that rubbish and you think, you know what? I don't really care That's anymore. I've got it. this. <laughs> yeah. I've got the NRL finals. I've got the AFL finals coming up. I'll just watch that. But you've got them. See, my point is you've got them on a hook. You want to hook them. They, they're going, what's next? Well, it's the, it's the, World, the Rugby World Cup. That's what he's missed. He's missed, that, he's missed that hook. Yeah. Go in and say, look, we have probably haven't been perform- we haven't been performing the way we want. We've had a good couple of days. We've picked a team that we think can go and win this World Cup, we've got a chance. All we want is Australians to support us, back us. That's all we need from you at home. Let us go over there, do our work, and uh, if we're able, we'll do you proud. If not, we'll give it our best shot. There you go, Eddie. There you go, Eddie. I should join your press conference, my friend. All right, double eight, double three. Let us know your thoughts on Eddie Jones. There is plenty happening. Brad Davis has quit. 24 hours before departure. They've got Brett Hodgson, Barrick Barnes in the environment, but lacking in the uh, offense department. So Nathan Gray, he was a part of that team. He's coaching the Junior Wallabies at the moment. He will potentially begin an SOS call. Ah, the Wallabies. What do you think of Eddie Jones? Let us know on double eight double three, and we'll head away, and we'll be back soon. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.